you are an artist, you are the product. You want to stand out in a large, massive amount of people. 5,000 submissions for one role. That means you got to learn how to stand out. Hey everybody, it's Wendy Elaine Wright, and welcome to my podcast, Secrets of a Hollywood Talent Manager. I'm so glad that you're here, and every week I'm going to give you some tips, tricks, and secrets that you can apply to your acting career. I want you to understand the history of things also. When show business started, studios were in charge. Studios signed the actors to seven picture deals five picture deals, five years, 10 years, whatever. The studio developed projects and decided where their assets would be placed in those movies. They then got agents to represent those people. And that was a very closed society. You could only get in if you knew somebody or if you were married to somebody or if your father was a head of a network or an agent or something. You couldn't just wander in and you know make it in, this, in the business. It was a very closed community. And at some point, studios stopped signing artists and the seven picture deal and this and that. And back then they owned that artist for the duration of their contract. And if another company wanted to use them for a movie, they had to loan them out and they had to pay them to use them. And there was a lot of politics and they were in charge of their publicity, in charge of their career development, who they dated, who was, what was seen in public, what people knew about them. They controlled the artist that dissolved. And those studios changed courses. Agents came into play and agencies popped up and they signed the artists and then they pitched them to projects. So that changed, right? Everything was done manually. The breakdowns were not on the internet because there was no internet. There was no actor's access. So actors had no access. That's not even a thing of, that was never heard of. An actor had to get the attention of an agent. And the way they did it was by performing in plays that's, that's it. You performed in a play and an agent saw you and they signed you or a manager saw you and they developed you and then presented you to agents. That's how you got into the business. Or maybe they came to an acting school and saw you, or maybe they saw you in a movie or something like that. You know, someone introduced you to an agent at a party whatever, but that's the way it worked. Now, when I started out as an agent, I, first I started as an assistant, everything was not online. The breakdowns were written out in hand, like what you see on Actors Access, a list of all those jobs that are available. We faxed that around Hollywood. It was faxed and 75 pages of breakdowns would come out in the fax machine. We'd pull them all out, staple it together, and then we'd start looking through and highlighting and writing names down next to the roles that we thought our actors were right for. Then we'd go to the filing cabinet and pull the headshot of every actor we'd written down, pull all the headshots. Then we'd go to the tape room and pull all the VHS tapes of all the demo reels of all the actors. We put them in an envelope and we'd send them to casting all day long, all day long. And there was a company, when things like that happen, companies pop up to help you. So it was called Goat Between. Go between had all these drivers and they'd pick up all the tapes and submissions from agents and submit them to casting all day long. So actors had to print thousands of headshots, copy 
thousands of reels over their VHS reels. Then it turned to CD discs. There was nothing digital. You couldn't just click, stop, <laughs> the casting has it. That is not it, no. We spent all day long submitting breakdowns, all day long, all day long. Then he had to call and follow up and that, that cetera. Gary Marsh changed the game for all of us. Gary Marsh digitalized the platform of Actors Access and the breakdowns were all put online. Once that happened, it's called Breakdown Express. Breakdown Services is the company, Breakdown Express, what we call it. But agents could then buy access to that digital platform for 300 bucks a month. We could get the digital list. Then he created a platform called Actors Access so that actors could put all their profiles online and connect them to our breakdowns. Now we can use the breakdowns to submit directly to casting right online. No more printing out headshots. Well, you have to for in-person auditions, but you printing them out and handing them to submit with, we submit just with your digital photo, just with the photos you put on Actors Access, we submit with those photos and those clips. That makes sense? Now in the past, managers had no access to that, only agents the whole, for a long time, 10 years. So managers were in the business of finding talent, developing talent, presenting it to agents. They needed agents in order to submit their clients. That's not the case anymore. Gary Marsh gave managers the breakdowns too. So now managers can submit just like your agents do, but then who's developing the actors now? If managers are being agents, who's developing the actors? Agents play several games within the game. They collect a stable of actors, 10, 30, 100, 1500, whatever. And that's called their list. And those people, they don't need them all to book. They just need enough to book every month to pay the bills, to pay for the breakdowns, to pay for their kids' college, their rent, whatever. Okay, so the agent's game is, let me collect as many people as I can and just shoot them at the wall and see who sticks. That's not, let me care for your individual career and make sure you're on the right track and you know what you're doing and you have all your package together. They don't even bother explaining what your package needs to be because they're playing a numbers game. Are you playing a numbers game with your own life? No. You're playing like, I want to succeed and it's all about, I need to succeed. You're not playing a numbers game. If you were standing with 60 people, you're not like, well, if any of them make it, who cares? You know, whether it's me or not. No, that's not how you think. But that's how agents think. They don't really care if you make it. <laughs> they don't care individually. They don't care. They care when you start making them money and then you start becoming the breadwinner of their agency. Then they care. Then you're an asset and then you're the most important fucking thing on the face of the earth. And when you're a star, you're everything to them. Until then, you're a number and it's all replaceable. So you can't have, you can't, doesn't mean there aren't nice agents. Oh, they're so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not making the money, they don't care. They sell clients in different ways, different strategies. Some use this thing called click and submit. That basically means they collect actors on their roster, 1,000 actors, 500 actors, 50 actors. They read through the breakdowns. When they see a description that matches their client, they click the button, click, headshot, click, clip, submit. Next breakdown. That would be good for Tom. Click, submit. Next, click, submit. That's it. They're done. If casting happens to like who they clicked and submitted, they will send a C-mail and that agent will have an audition for you. It's the least amount of work an agent can do. 
And there are many like that. They're not that good. That's what they do though. At least you're getting your face in front of casting, casting, seeing your stuff. So it's better than nothing, right? The next level of click and submit is click, submit, and pitch notes. That means click your headshot. And then at the bottom in the pitch note section in the box, I write a pitch. This actor would be perfect for this role. Uh, she played six years of professional soccer and just booked a lead in a short film that's in festivals. I'm pitching it, but I'm not gonna do much more than that. If casting responds to my click and pitch and pitch, nope, good. If not, I don't care. I'm, I'm trying to play the numbers game. All I need is 20 of my clients out of 1,000 to book this month to pay the bills. So the reason you need to be in charge of your career is you cannot be stuck on a roster where they're clicking and submitting. That's not gonna get you anywhere. That's a luck. If you get lucky, maybe, but that's not how, that's not the aggressive way to win in this business. All right, the next way is click, submit, pitch notes, and email. Basically, I look at the breakdowns. On the breakdown, as you've seen, maybe on Actors Access, it lists the project, the casting director, all that, the name of the characters. When I click on that character, it and it's a male, 26 to 40, it brings up all my clients that are male. Pick the boxes of the people I like, submit. Now, I send a separate email and say, hey, casting director, I just submitted... Nicole Marquez Davis for the role of blah, blah, blah. Can you please look at her submission? That's it. Maybe they did, maybe they don't. Okay, let's go further. Click, submit, pitch notes, email, phone call. Hi, casting director. I just sent an email. Uh, I submitted my client, Nicole Marquez Davis for the role of so-and-so. I sent an email yesterday. Could you take a look at her submission? Um, Wendy, we're not looking at that role right now. Can you call me back on Thursday? Sure, nope. Right in there, call Thursday. Now, do all agents call on Thursday? No, but good ones do because they keep track of the calls they made and who they called and what process they are. Because their job ultimately is, I'm gonna call you until you tell me this client is right for the role or not. I wanna know, I'm not just clicking for the hell of it, you know, well, many are. But as a manager, the way I was trained to work, by Susan Ferris, who was my boss. You know, she helped me create TMFA. I created it with her and we worked together for years. I was her assistant when she started her management company. So she taught me how to be a good manager. And Darcy Phillips, who represents Sabrina Carpenter, taught me how to be a good manager. What they said is you print out the breakdown. And then you write down the name of your actors next to it, who you want to get in that role. Then you submit, pitch, call, email until they tell you, no, they're not right, or yes, they can have an audition. If that takes 18 phone calls, that's what it takes. Wendy, you again? Yep. I would like to know if my client's right for this, if we can set them up for an audition. Well, I don't know. Well, they just booked this and that and went to producers on this and they call back on that. And Okay, so, so we'll send you a C-mail. Thank you. Or nope, they're not right for it. Thank you. I need to know one way or the other. This is not a guessing game. You know if they're right for it. It's your job to bring people in. It's my job to make sure you pay attention to my actors. It's my job. Okay, if I'm good. If I'm not good, I just stop at click and submit. And I play the numbers game and that's enough to put my kids through college, pay my bills and have a decent life. If I have enough clients that work, they work once a month. If 25 people work once a month, that's fine. But that's not your best interest. <laughs> okay. So then I would ask in meetings with agents, how do you pitch? 
What do you mean? Yeah, no, what's your process for pitching me on a role once you've submitted? Once you've submitted me through the breakdowns, what's your process to pitch me on the role? Well, I don't understand what you mean. Then they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Then that means they're a click and submit agency. And if you don't have anything at all, you might just want that. But my suggestion is look around, find somebody who's going to get active. Well, I call, I email, I have, and now here's the next thing. Relationships with casting. If they have relationships with casting, they can pick up the phone and ask. If they don't have relationships with casting, then they have to have balls to pick up the phone and call people they don't know. And if they're those kind of people, well, I don't want to bother casting because it says on the breakdown, don't call. Fuck that. We call all the time. We call every day. We call all day long. If you're too timid to do your job, maybe you shouldn't be an agent or manager. You know, you're fighting for your client's success. So get on the phone and call. Don't worry about, well, they might not like it. And, ugh. All right. So relationships with casting. Also, they might have relationships with producers, especially if they represent producers also. Writers. So sometimes if you see a, an agent, directors, and you see the agency also represents producers and directors and writers, that's a good thing, right? Because then they can pitch their clients to their own clients. They know which movies their clients are writing and producing and directing and they're pitching at networks. A good manager or agent is busy making relationships 24-7. I mean, they're making relationships. Do you see the amount of relationships I've made with a TMFA? I'm not stupid. What if I decide to go back into managing? I'll know every fucking buddy on the face of the earth. I give them all an opportunity to find clients without even leaving their house. I've created so many win-win scenarios. I've built relationships with everybody. I had relationships before. That's how they all came into the platform. But I grow it and grow it and grow it and grow it. So I'm constantly creating value for other people. What I've created with TMFA is value for photographers, value for actors, value for agents, value for managers, value for casting directors, value for producers, value for everybody. So that's how you get known. If you want to know how to stand out in your market, how to develop something that's meaningful to people. You are an artist. You are the product. You want to stand out in a large, massive amount of people. 5,000 uh, submissions for one role. I mean, you got to learn how to stand out, right? You got to learn how to develop something of value to others. Hey, thanks for listening. And I never want to end a podcast without saying these words. Now repeat after me. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am worthy. Yes, you are. And I love you. Tune in next week for my next podcast episode. Have a great week and I'll see you then.